Hello and welcome to the Four Verticals Podcast, your home for all things football. Today I will be joined by Louisiana Lafayette quarterback Levi Lewis. Due to unforeseen technical difficulties, the first minute or so was lost during the recording process. Thank you for bearing with me and enjoy. So Levi, can you tell us just a little bit about how you started your football career? You know, I stopped in for the South Beverly Rams. You know, it was around when I was like four, four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And have you always played quarterback, or did you make a switch over at some point? Quarterback was my uh, primary position, but I played numerous of positions for as running back, receiver, tight end. You, you, you probably won't believe it. I played a little bit of O-line. Played oh, wow. Linebacker, cornerback, safety. I pretty much played everything on the field and, and all the special teams. I know that uh, – just from your accolades, you're quite an athlete, uh, winning state championships in, across multiple sports and multiple events in track, basketball, and football. So very, very impressive accolades there. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, what made you choose football over those three? I mean, you excelled at pretty much every sport. I would just say just the, the love of the game and, you know, as playing quarterback, you know, the ball is in your hands pretty much every play. You know, you, you pretty much dictate the outcome. You know, the weight is on you. You know, everybody's looking for you, looking up to you to make that play or make the right decision. So I kind of like that feeling. You know, that, that having that power to, to be able to do that. You know, just having that type of ability to be able to come through for my guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Did you have any influences maybe growing up or even now that you kind of looked up to and maybe even some guys that you might model your game after? Oh, well, growing up, um, my oldest brother, he was my role model. He played quarterback. And he He's like like five years older than me. So growing up, he was my role model. And, of course, Michael Vick. You know, I, I looked up to Vick growing up, and he Vick is just a beast, you know, like all-around player. And I'll say Lamar, kind of like, you know, be Lamar and um, Kyler Murray game is kind of the same. Yes, I've definitely noticed from watching a lot of your film that your elusiveness and being able to have that great pocket presence, being able to escape the pressure is something that has really uh, put your game a step ahead of a lot of other guys. Sure, that, that, that right there did, didn't happen overnight. Took a lot of practice, a lot of long nights, and just being disciplined and being coachable. So, what would you say would be your biggest obstacle that you faced so far in your football career? I'll say my sophomore year of um, in college, where mm-hmm. I, would, I would I would get in every every three series, and um, and I would just get in at that three, every third series. So just preparing like a starter and just being able to try to get points up on the board, you know, in and every drive with a with a kick, you know, whether it's a PAT or a field goal. You know, I, I'll say it's, it's most difficult because, you know, you, you're really not in the game that much. You can't really get in the rhythm. You kind of got to take mental reps on the sideline and just, just stay ready. You know, when, you, when your time is called, you know, that's your opportunity. You got to take advantage of it. 
you know, the next man up mentality definitely has seemed to pay off for you as you had an explosive junior year, 24, I'm sorry, 26 touchdowns, only four interceptions. Those are some pretty impressive statistics there, along with obviously your deadly ability to be able to move the ball on the ground. I know you excelled at that, especially your freshman year, being able to come in and help your team anyway. What made you the great leader that you are today? I know a lot of guys on your team and through other interviews have said that, you know, you really bring more than just your talent to the field. You also bring a sense of leadership. I'll say just the, the competitive advantage, just wanting to win. You know, knowing I see more in people than what they see in itself. And just just wanting it, you know, it's that, that, it, that it factor. You know, and, and just want to step up. A lot of guys want to be cool or want to be friends. You know, I I don't want that. I I want to win, so I probably will do want to do whatever it takes to win. And if it's you know not being cool with somebody or or if that's gonna our relationships are gonna suffer because because of it, you know, that I'll take that. That's great. That's that's a mindset that you know definitely has pushed you guys in the right direction. I know, I believe your freshman year, you ended up having a coaching change. Tell me, how has the culture and environment changed as I've noticed your team has had great leaps in the correct direction? How did how did that affect the locker room and the guys? Um, we we all just sat down and just said, we all got to take this in a positive way. You know, things are changing for a reason, and it's all about our attitude and how well are we going to buy in to the new system and Everybody just bought in. You know, it's always that that five percent of guys not want to buy in, always complaining. But um, for the most part, everybody bought in, and that's what made that big jump. You know, more guys have an accountability. See more guys trying to sit back and after practice get extra work. It was more of that. You know, once the once the coach changed, that's just half of it. You know, that's just some of it. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of hard work and preparation went into that as well. A lot of guys, you know, moving into upperclassmen positions uh, in the gym every single day, working hard. Sure. Uh, tell me, what, what's one thing since you've been in college, being around the uh, collegiate staff and maybe some other guys on your team, what's one part of your game that you say that you've improved in the most since high school? Um, I'll say my intermediate pass. I kind of, I, I kind of feel like that that game improved a lot. You, you could tell that I, I focused on that in the off season rather than my deep ball. My deep ball kind of suffered, you know. But um, I'll say my intermediate pass is like quick game. You know those those digs, those comebacks. You know, like just the, the intermediate passes. My um my deep balls they kind of suffered and just trying to put it all together for this next next season, having an all-around balance. All right, so with that, is there any uh, particular player that you've played with in your career that you would say is your go-to guy? You're down in the fourth quarter. You need a big play. You're either going to toss it to him. Is there is there a certain guy, or you kind of just have a good chemistry with everyone on the team? It's, it's crazy aspect because it's probably not even dealing with with um with football, 
mm-hmm. with with eleven on eleven, you know, it, it was this guy named um, Wop, uh, Devontae Jason, played with him for the Bootleggers. Every time, you know, it got get down to three seconds or uh, four seconds, you know, to throw it up. That's why I go to it, and <laughs> like five out of five times, he he, he coming down with it. So every time somebody tell me that, it'll be that that guy come to mind. He'll come down with the ball. Yeah, definitely important to have a guy you can trust on your team, be able to go up and get some, especially if it's a fifty-fifty ball. Being able to trust someone in those situations. Oh yeah, sure. So, what would you say has been your favorite memory since uh, being with Louisiana? You know, I know you've had a lot of big moments, big games, but which one would you put the favorite on? Yeah, I'd say winning that bowl game. You know, unfortunately we didn't win in our conference, but you know, finish the season off right. You know, finish the season with a bowl win. You know, being a champion. It's always good, but finishing the season off right is a good feeling. You know, we we basically went into 2020, you know, on a good on a good start. So that's good. Oh yeah, it's gotta gotta feel great to be the MVP, leading your team, capping the year off right, going into the senior year. But now I know that you guys have went to back to back conference uh, championship games. What do you think is going to push you guys ahead and come out on top of the Sun Belt this year? I'll say just everybody doing their job, frustrated or, you know, just everybody just being patient. You know, let the players come to you. Just everybody all around doing their 111, doing their job, just being at their best, you know, just being a great teammate when it matters the most. Yeah, I know you had a you had an excellent performance against App State, but uh, you know all twenty one guys showing up. I think you guys are going to do some special things this year for sure. Oh yeah, yes sir. Now an interesting story. Um, you actually switched from the number seventeen to number one, and I heard um, Louisiana great Brian Mitchell. Um, can you tell me about the talk you had with him um, switching over to that, and what made you? Um, I, when I first got there, I had wanted it, and I, I knew that it was retired, so I, I said I was going to work my way on, on trying to get that number one, and that's what I ended up doing. I ended up talking to Brian, and all he said was just make, make good grades and, and just represent. So. And I can definitely tell just from speaking with you and watching your other post-game stuff, you're a humble guy just doing whatever it takes to win. Sure. Uh, so if you could describe your game or just your life in general in a few words, which ones would you choose? I'll say persistent. Discipline, loyal, just a go-getter, all-around dependable, reliable. Just, just those, those words right there kind of sticks out to me the most about myself. 
I know there's some great qualities that any player would be happy to have a guy like that on their team. Um, so going into this year, uh, is there any guys on your team? I know um, you had some great players out there with you. Is there anyone that you think is going to really come into themselves this year and have a breakout performance? I'll say it's going to be a good one. You know, this, this upcoming season for, for Johnny Lumpkin, our tight end, 6'6", 6'8", 6'7", to me, but Johnny Lumpkin, our tight end, is going to have a breakout year. Jalen Williams, Cassius Allen, I, I, let's go on and on, but those three guys right there are going to end up having a breakout year. I got a slot receiver, a guy named Pauly from Lake Charles, going to have a breakout year. We, we, we're going to put it together this year. And a, and a running back, Chris Smith, I say just be on the lookout for all of those guys. We'll definitely have to be watching some tape on them. Excited to see what you guys will be able to put together this year. Now tell me, um, I know, I'm sure you watched the draft last night. Uh, was there any picks that surprised you? Any guys that you had a relationship with that went last night or that might be going in the next two days? The last guy they got picked in the first round, Clyde. I um, played little league ball with Clyde. Worked work with him. He actually was supposed, we were supposed to go to the same high school, but he, he hit me with a, a backdoor cut and, and with the Catholic high. But um, we, we're going to end up meeting again in the league and hopefully playing on the same team. But that, that's the guy that I knew. And um, and a familiar pick, like a, a pick that, that surprised me, was um, CD. You know, CD went late, and I feel like he was one of the best receivers this year, hands down. No one right there surprised, but he, he's in a good spot. He's in a good place. I think Dak's going to take care of him. Oh, yeah, I know he uh, slipped on a lot of people's boards, but I can see a, definitely a great fit there with uh, Amari and CD, some explosive offense this year in Dallas, for sure. Oh, yeah. I started smiling when I seen him. They got a double-team somebody. Oh, yeah. So throwing it back a little bit to your high school days, um, you received several offers, but what made you, at the end of the day, decide to stay local and um, stay in Louisiana and go to ULL? It fit me. Their um, Coach Hall scheme was exactly what we were doing in, with Coach Peters at Scholarville. And, uh, I, I wanted my, my parents to watch me come play ball. I know about when other players, they probably, you know, wouldn't catch as many games. So, you know, last year was right down the road. You know, my, my dad, my mom, my sister, my brother, everybody come see me, watch me play. You know, and that's what I want the most. I want my family is to come see me, come see me ball. Yeah, I know it's got to be a great feeling to be able to look up in the stands and see your parents, know how proud you're making them and being able to go off So can you tell me a little bit about uh, what was going through your head the first time that you stepped onto a, the college football gridiron? You got your first um, playtime. Um, was it nerve-wracking, or were you more prepared, calm, and collective? Or what was what was happening for you at that moment? I'll say it's a little bit of all that. You know, kind of nerve-wracking, trying to ner- learn the system, but you know, I was up for the challenge. At the same time, keeping my poise. My you know, still being myself, but still being being coachable, trying to adapt 
the new things that I was going to be, be taught. You know, and for the most part, that, that that right there, you know, still kind of sticks with the things I learned from Coach Hall to now. You know, things like that still sticks with me. So one thing I noticed, along with the elusiveness and pocket presence, is the ability to be able to anticipate receivers. I know you have quite an arm, and to be able to hit guys in stride, you know, 30 yards downfield and not miss a step. Did you Have you always been gifted with that ability, or is that something else that you've had to develop? I know you said you've been working on the intermediate, but what about that? I'll say that's a... That's a- those are skills that are built over time. You know, that's a connection that you, you build with, with your receivers, you know, something that you will want to have as a quarterback. You know, I kind of built that with all my guys. You know, cause there's always the next guy mentality. You know, you never know who can go down. So I kind of built that relationship and that connection with all my receivers. So I know that you, um, uh, on the stat sheet, come in at 5'10", similar to like a guy you mentioned before, Kyler Murray. Have you been able to, uh, or how is how has your height affected maybe your quarterback play, you know, being a little shorter, but still obviously going out there and playing as well or better than a lot of the guys with a little bit more size? Over this, this quarantine, I, I didn't try Ooh, I didn't I didn't sprout it up, you know, two inches. I'm talking about six feet, six six one right now. So now I'm just playing. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but um, that I, I feel like it's it's to our advantage, you know, because a lot of DBs say they they really can't see us, you know, and we can see them, so it, it works to our advantage at times. We got high behind the O line, <laughs> we we can see everything. Yeah, I know there's some definitely some uh, great quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, all guys measuring up a little bit less, but being able to use it to their advantage and really shining through. Is there a certain opponent when you face the take the field that, you know, you got that little extra fire going underneath you and a team that you really look forward to playing just to, you know, bring home the victory? I see everybody. Everybody got to get it because you know they they all gunning for us and we trying to do the same thing. So say every game starting with McNeese, you know, trying to go one and zero every week you know, at, at the end of the game. So I think I got that fire underneath for every game. You know, it's no hard feelings for anybody, but everybody has to get it. I know um, a guy today, um, a lot of people have projected actually from Louisiana, um, one of your linemen, Hunt. Um, do you have anything to say about him or, you know, what kind of guy he is, what kind of football player you'd be getting for whatever team that ends up taking him? I got two words. A beast. A beast. That's, that's all I got to say because whoever pick him up, is <laughs> they're getting somebody great. Especially, he he's a great guy that can protect the blind side. I always I always trusted Rob when I first got there. 
I had no trouble, you know. I was just thinking about getting blindsided or, you know, always getting heat. You know, Rob was always consistent. Even Kevin, Kevin Dotson was always consistent. So I say whoever, whoever gets those two guys, they, they get somebody that's, that's real special and they add real value to the team. Well, it's awesome to hear. Um, I know that we're in a little bit different of uh, time here with quarantine and social distancing. What have you been doing to uh, stay in football shape, you know, and what also on top of that, what have you been doing personally maybe to pass the time in some of these longer days that we're having? Well, I'll say right now I got a job where I work on five days out the week. I work on nine hours on a nonprofit organization called the mm-hmm. Three O'Clock Project, and I was basically helping, you know, send um, breakfast and lunches out to, to help kids still eat. You know, those kids are in poverty, they don't get fed at home. We, we feed those kids and help them, you know, still keep them with a with a full stomach, even though school is out. You know, outside of work, I'm still training, working out after work. So pretty much staying busy. You know, the time is flying. You know, I would say it, 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 for the past few weeks, you know, I, I didn't build me a routine. So it took some time to adapt to it, but I built a routine and, and it's, it's been good. Well, it's great to hear that you're staying in shape, um, keeping the football mindset, while at the same time doing something absolutely incredible for your community and being able to help some less fortunate. Appreciate it. Thank you. If there's one last thing you'd like to say to maybe anyone listening, maybe anyone in the sports field or any young quarterbacks what would, or young football players, what would you like to give them any words of advice? I'd like to say thank you to all the coaches that um, have laid hands on me and um, got me to this level. You know, coaches, my coaches now that's trying to get me to the next level and anybody that's listening, I tell them that whatever they're going through, you could get you could get through it with God. Don't let like the, your, your circumstance define you. Uh, let that dictate who you are, because it's only temporary. You know? Whatever you're going through, you, you can always get through it. And I, I want to just thank God, thank God Almighty. Well, it's great to hear. And uh, once again, I'd like to thank you for uh, coming on and being able to share some of your personal experiences and being able to, uh, you know, get an inside look on what's going on. I know a lot of us, especially those like myself who are very, watch hours and hours of film and uh, are already anticipating next year's draft, I definitely have you uh, on my board, and I know uh, a lot of other guys are going to be looking at you this senior year and expecting some great things. Yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. All right, well, thank you, Levi. It's been a pleasure. No problem, man. Anytime.